Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. Join us as our host and fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden, discusses topics beneficial to businesses of all industries. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I am your host, Tim Hayden, and I am, uh, I'm always excited. I say that every month, but I'm excited to have uh, one of my friends who I've known for a couple of years, Sam Gibson, on the podcast today. Sam, welcome. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Hey, um, Sam, introduce our, introduce yourself to our listeners. Yeah, so my name is Sam Gibson. I currently serve uh, in the context of leadership in the church world as the Florence campus pastor. I've been serving here for a little bit over 10 years and I'm married to an incredible woman, Leanne. She's my wife. We've been married for 11 years. Um, love leadership, thinking matters a lot. Uh, also love the game of golf. So that's how you and I have connected. Uh, that's right. And say, so, so just for our listeners, uh, so, so uh, the church I go to that our smart listeners have heard for is New Spring Church. So Sam leads our Florence, South Carolina campus. So, uh, and again, um, man, um, you know, Sam and I have got something in common, man. We see each other, I don't know what, two or three or four times a year for lucky, hopefully more. That's right. But, uh, man, for, you know what? Every time I see him, Sam asks me, Hey Tim, what leadership book you read? And of course, I've always got something that I'm reading, and I ask Sam the same question. Uh, you know, Sam is an incredible learner. I know that, and he reads a ton, uh, a whole lot more than I do. And even this year, my goal is to read 22 books, 11 non-business. That's hard for me, Sam. So, but I, wow. I try. Yeah, that's awesome. But I try. Hey, uh, so today is uh, organize. We're going to talk about organizing your leadership, and then um, and and talk about a tool that Sam introduced me to. Um, guy, late last year, I think December last year, we were on a golf trip. Uh, we talked That's about right. it called uh, Monk Manual. So, hey, so Sam, my first question for you, what does the word leader mean to you? Yeah, Tim, I, uh, the, your answer to that question really matters a lot um, because, you know, there's so many different definitions out there, even among some of the top leadership people, you know, whether it's a John Maxwell or a Patrick Lissione, there's lots of different ways that you define that. And I think most people have the wrong definition, in my opinion, where it's that means I'm in charge. I'm the boss. People do what I you know, say. I just really this might not be the best answer, but I'll give you two just kind of pictures that have been super helpful for me that I've learned from mentors who, you know, one guy worked in uh, one of the companies in the book, Good to Great. He was a, actually over leadership development for them, met him at a young age. But when I think of the term leadership, I think of two things, you know, we know about org organizational structures like org charts, you know, it's always got you know, Tim Hayden's right here and then he's got his COO and he's got the CFO. And, you know, it, we always look at org charts top down, which is important. You, know, you need to be able to organize it that way. But I always, you know, and it doesn't have to be done this way in a chart, but I had a mentor to me many, many probably over 10 years ago, share with me. He says, you just need to learn to, in your mind, you got to turn that org chart upside down mm -hmm. that you're not at the top. You're actually at the foundation. And so I think the that was helpful for me. The reason I share that is because it's understanding you carry more responsibility than anyone there. You know, the leader has the responsibility that if if I crumble, we crumble. Mm -hmm. You know, if I it is not that I'm at the top and get to tell people below me what to do. No, it's I'm at the bottom and I'm supporting this whole structure that's above mm -hmm. me. Um, and so that's one really helpful picture. The other one is and Shane. I don't know, you know, Shane Duffy's been a guest on your podcast before. He has shared this with several him. times. And it's very, it's resonated deeply with him, um, but, you know, often in sports analogies, you know, is the, is the leader of the head coach on a football team or no, is the leader of the quarterback on a football team or is the leader of the GM. 
And again, another mentor told me this years ago, and it's just resonates so deeply with me. He says, I think the best definition of leadership when it comes to talking about a football team is the, the leader is the offensive lineman. You're hitting the defense first. That before anybody else sees the problems, you're hitting the defense first and you're clearing obstacles out of the way for your skilled players to run through. Hmm. You know, and you watch this happen in sports. You know, Tom Brady, what does he do every year? He's buying his offensive linemen cars and Rolexes because he knows the only reason I'm successful and I'm the one of the best in the world is because these guys protect me. These guys clear mm-hmm. spaces for my guys to run through. And so I have found, you know, and you can pick whatever definition you want to out there from a Maxwell or anybody, but just for me and sharing this with younger leaders in particular, the idea of flip that scaffolding upside down, you are the support structure. You're carrying a lot of responsibility. You'll hear Dave Ramsey talk about this or um, different pitchers, but then also the idea of just, I'm the offensive line. I'm clearing out obstacles that people on my team have no idea that are even there. You're hitting the defense first, you're getting downfield first. Um, and you're just in the trenches getting into the ingredients. So that is, again, probably the best way you've asked that question, but it's been so helpful for me. They just stuck with me over the years, over and over again. Be the offensive no, lineman and be the support structure. Hey, man, that's that's really good. So, And I'll tell you, I haven't, I haven't thought of Matt Lenz, you know, because when you, when you talk about Maxwell a lot, you know, he talks about leadership is influence. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know. I mean, I, you know, you've, you, I'm sure you've heard. Yes, that. absolutely. Heard that oh, absolutely. I think, but when you flip the, but when you flip the script, and whenever you are looking at, you know, leadership is from bottom up, and it really is. Yep. And I think that, uh, and this may be pivoting up just a little bit, but you know, I, I'm blessed. You know, um, and our listeners have heard before. You know, Jesus is our, uh, he's our leader of our business. I'm blessed. I get to be our senior leader, but um, you know, when it comes to success. I'm not going to take any credit for our success. Zero. I'm going to give right. the team credit because we, you know, there's, there's no, um, there's no I in team. You know, it takes all of us yes. working together, but if something bad happens, hey, that's on me, my responsibility, here's what we're going to do as a team to get it corrected. So, so I think, I think that's, I think that very visible for me to when you flip, the, flip that script, when you talk about that from the bottom up. So I appreciate that. Hey, uh, Sam, my next question, why is leadership organization important? Yeah, leadership organization is so interesting. You ask that question because uh, it really kind of tags on to the. I'll, obviously, I'm not going to challenge John Maxwell's thoughts of leadership ever, but you know, I I feel like the definition of leadership as influence falls a bit short hmm. because you know we live in a day and age where you got social you got influencers everywhere, right? It's you got YouTube influencers who are playing video games all day. I'd have a hard time defining that person as a leader. Now they can use that for good. They can leverage that. That's not a but I think it's leadership is when you take the influence you have and you use it for the betterment of others would be a mm. probably better way. I'd like to say that because you've got a lot of negative influence in the world that's prevailing. And so when it comes to leadership organization, I think it really does in structuring and ordering it personally in your life, but also within your organization, it is how do we take the influence that we have and honestly maximize that to get the best results for our people and our customers, whatever you want to, you know, whatever product line you are in, it's so, so important that you are doing it in the most effective way possible for the right result that you want. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the old adage that you're perfectly structured to be getting the results that you're currently getting. You know, and often so many people are so frustrated for what they're currently, what's currently happening, but they won't change their structuring of their personal life or their organizational life to actually create a, a difference, you know? And so it really does help ordering those things and structuring these things really help create the proper alignment to just get your best, but also the best out of those that you lead. And that's what people want. People don't want an easy job. People want to have purpose. People don't want to uh, just 
for the most part, I found, I find that people want to make a difference with their loss. And they want to know that they're being used for a purpose that's greater than themselves is the ache inside of humanity. I don't care if you're a Christian or not a Christian. There's something inside of you that wants to make a difference and organizing it in a way where people understand what they do matters. The It makes sense how it's structured. You know, it gets harder the bigger you get, but it really does matter. It's super important. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's really good. Um, talking about influence. And I think that um, where you, you, know, you mentioned about Maxwell to me, uh, and again, if I'm pivoting, I apologize to the listeners no, to you, Sam, is that I think it really, when you're talking about influence, I'm I'm thinking of influence inside organizations. So, and you've got to be, as I learned from Michael Brown and from Shane Duffy, you've got to be AVV, available, visible, yes. and valuable. If you are, I think you can lead with influence, but it takes having the right organization, having the right structure, having the right, you know, the, the you know, the, the right org chart. I think all those things go together. I think influence is a, is a, is a big piece of it, but not the only piece. That's right. That's exactly, you're, you're dead on there because yep. you can get influence in other ways as well. You know, and again, Maxwell's stuff is 10 times better than anything I'd ever say. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, hey, but, uh, but yours is great. So, Hey, uh, Hey, uh, Sam, my next question, how does one ensure that they're organizing their leadership for success? Well, I think it's really important. First, you've got to know what success looks like. You know, mm-hmm. and so I think there's there's two pitfalls here. You have one ditch, which is a visionary leader that has this idea of a preferred future, but yet they don't know where they currently are. They're refusing to define reality. You often, though, I find the other ditch is you have the leader that's great at defining reality, but they don't know how to get a vision for a preferred future. And I think a leader has to be able to structure to get both. You know, it's the idea of... I can put into a map that I want to travel from South Carolina to California, but it's, you have to have both of those points in order to be able to get the right instructions. And mm-hmm. I think you have a natural tendency. I have a natural tendency. Probably I can think and dream and see change. I have to really fight and discipline myself to say, all right, but where's reality? Mm-hmm. Where are we currently at? You know, where do we, where, where am I falling short? Where do I need to get better? How do I need to coach the team? These kind of things. And so I think every leader has a natural tendency and, and not that one is right or wrong. You both can actually be wildly, you know, wildly successful in leadership. Um, and so I, I think it's super, super important because you have to be able to a define where you are and then be able to be define where you want to go. Because I see people that do one or the other, they don't do both well. And so mm-hmm. often They've, def- they've built to where they are and they've structured that way. But they need to change some things in order to build to where they're going. Or they're often will be trying to build and point to where they need to go. Even, and again, this applies personally. This is not just in the idea of organizational should These principles should apply. They know where they want to go, but they won't take a good inventory of where they're currently at. And mm-hmm. so understanding both of those things and figuring out, all right, what, in order to get here, I need to do these things, you know, and that's really all leadership organization is, is we're trying to get to this destination from this destination. And it's just the steps. How do we, how do we order a line and get there? Um, and it, it's one of the most important things. It's, it's the direct, it's really the best way to actually have effective strategy. And I'm a big, big believer, you know, it's, you know, you need to align and structure in a way that creates maximum efficiency for every, your resources, your, your energy, everything like so often you just see so many organizations, especially the larger they get, where there's just so much waste in the organization and waste 
Um, leaders have this in their own personal lives. They're worried about things that they don't need to worry about. And it's, it's pulling them away from the really important things they do need to worry about. And so, Tim, I would tell you, I think thinking about how you're ordering your life and your leadership and your structure in your organization's life and leadership, you know this, it's one of the hardest things to work on in actuality. That's why we don't do it enough. Mm-hmm. You know, to go to go for an offsite and just sit there with the whiteboard, it guys like you and I, we want to get our hands dirty. We want to get in the we don't go do something, but we the more you do it, you realize actually this is a lot harder. <laughs> it actually is really hard to be methodical, to be to really take a, a strong inventory, and then to make the necessary changes and adjustments at the right rate and to be consistent enough to really create the lasting change that you need to see or you want to see in your life and in your organization. Yeah, man, that's, um, uh, I completely agree with what you just said. Uh, I want to, I want to throw this in because I think it's important. And if you're, if you're a leader and you're, you know, thank you for being on our podcast today, whether you're a business owner or a business leader, but when you think about, um, I think we've got to get, we got to be careful. And I heard, uh, recently I heard Nick Saban give a talk and, you know, one thing I've learned about Nick over the years, and whether you are an Alabama fan or not, you got to respect his process. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not about the score, the scoreboard. The scoreboard is, is the, is the, is the lag, is the lag measure, but it's yes. the process that you put in place. So I think that, you know, if, and you don't need to be so caught up on, if you've got a revenue target or profit target for your organization, for the quarter, for the year, you know, what process are you, do you what process are you using? And do you need to evaluate that process? Because maybe you're not hitting the numbers, but you need, what are lead measures? You know, you and I talked about, um, you know, the five mm-hmm. disciplines of, uh, forty eight four disciplines of execution. Yes. Um, I, believe, right. I believe you and I talked about that, you know, because that's, that's a book our team read and we, we implement that even today. We have that with our productivity. But I think that if you're a leader, just also think about the process because if you got to get from point A to point B, you know, as we're leading these organizations, as our, our organization, your organization, it's important to understand process. I understand process, but I tell you, with the new, new, new customers, new opportunities we're bringing on right now, man, we got to go back to process because that's that's mm-hmm. the fundamental that's going to take us from point A to point B. You know, that's exactly so right. I, yeah. So I hope that I hope that was a little add to oh, what yeah. you had said. That's good. Hey, so. Yeah, like I said, Sam and I were on a golf trip. Um, we typically on one every December, and we try to do a couple more throughout the year. Um, and, and we were together last year. And Sam, entered, he showed me something called um, uh, a monk manual. So, um, Sam, what is monk manual, and how did you come across this tool? You know, I don't even Tim, know if I'll be able to answer how I came across the tool. Uh, okay. But I can tell you uh, – What's so funny, really just watching these two tracks in my life, obviously, and what I do, I'm in pastoral ministry. And so there's a lot about, you know, spiritual disciplines and, and formation of my heart and all these kind of things that really matter that Jesus talks a lot about that are really important. And at the same time, believing that leadership is massive, massively important, you know, and I feel like I'll be like, read a book about my spiritual life and growth and formation there. And then I'm going to read a book about leadership. And then it's almost like I was changing the channel. And I remember kind of having this experience going like, wait, I, you know, in the context I'm in, I believe that leadership is a spiritual gift. I think Jesus is the best leader that ever walked the earth. People are still being influenced by him 2000 plus years later. You know, I mean, you really can't deny got results. So that's, that's inevitable. Um, and honestly, I just feel like this kind of pull to, I need to stop viewing these things as separate and start integrating these things together. And I 
I mean, just in this process of just different tools of God doing this formation work in my life. But at the same time, I stumbled upon something called the monk manual, which is, you know, they would define it as taking what you do and combining it with who you're becoming. You know, the idea of what you do helps you become who you need to be and what you become helps you do what you need to do. These things are actually integrated together. You know, I, and I believe this. I don't so often we think about leadership and this is very true. When we think about leadership as in what we do, but honestly, Tim, like leadership is who you are. Mm. Like it is, I don't go and do things as a leader. I just am things. You know, I've got a, it, oh, there's a background on my computer that I'm on right now that doesn't, it says I develop leaders. It's not what I do is who I am mm. because it's not like, oh, I, I do this leadership development program. No, like I am always developing leaders in any context because this is how I'm wired to be. And so Monk Manual is a really way, basically it's a daily planner but it also asks you some different questions that really combine, okay, well, what is this doing some formation work in your life, which sounds kind of cheesy, but I will tell you, Tim, it's been so massive for me because when you talk about defining where you want to go, you know, how often do you talk about and hear people talk about the idea of like a legacy mindset and leadership, you know, and so many leaders, you've seen this too. And this kind of really got me down the path where you see so many people that are successful in one area, just wildly successful in business and yet their lives at home fall apart mm. or you know it's and it's like i just don't think being an influential successful leader in whatever industry you're in is going to come at the cost of all these other areas of your life and so if you can integrate what you do with who you are all you do is win in that space and that's what i've found with Monk manuals has been super helpful for me in that process um hey man that I mean, I agree. And hey, so I'm on my second month manual in there for, mm -hmm. so uh, I, I'm, I'm still using mine now. And, and I started, I started the new year with it. So, uh, hey, my next question, um, Sam, how do you use month manual for organizing your leadership? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's got, honestly, the, the daily, you know, if you, if you get one, there's a, a monthly, a weekly, and then a daily. And I just tell people all the time, Tim, I told you this, like, the daily, they would even tell you the daily is where they're like bread and butter is at. Mm -hmm. Because basically, um, what I, I love one of the first things it talks about is you know, you basically just prepare your day, just like you would a normal day planner, but it's got you know, priority. So you, you can list out your whole day, it's got calendared hours, you can list out, you can list out a to do list. But I love the priorities because basically it's the question of if I only accomplish one thing today and to be a success, what would that be? Mm -hmm. And you hear so many different leadership principles about this, you know. I, from the South, you hear the term eat the frog, do the thing you don't want to do first, right? But just know, like, if I accomplish this thing, today's a win. Because so often I have found leaders will distract themselves with a hundred other things to avoid the one thing they actually need to do. You know, that one difficult conversation you yeah. need to have. And there's something when I look through my day and go, you know what, if I can take, if I can do this and do this really well, it makes a big difference. So that's, that's immediately one of the things. But then I also think it just helps shift my mindset. Um, you know, another question to ask you in this planner, after you list out your priorities, top three things, if you accomplish these today, it's a win. You still create your to-do list. My goal is to knock out the priorities and my to-do list. You know, I'm not just sacrificing for one, but we all know how sometimes you have to pivot in your leadership. But I love the question to ask, like, I'm grateful for, because it immediately shifts my mindset into, man, I, so often your biggest challenge as a leader is something you were asking God to do or you wanted to see happen in your business. Right. Everyone wants the blessing that comes with success and the blessing that comes with growth. But we don't like the burden that comes with that. You yeah. know, Tim, it's probably a lot easier for you 10 years ago. You know, before you guys were growing and expanding, yeah. right? You got 
more personnel that as that structure above you gets heavier, you know, you start feeling it more and, and it just shifts my mindset. Uh, yeah. to just, man, I'm thankful to, I'm thankful to have this opportunity to help somebody get better through this conversation today, or I'm thankful for, and so it just does this beautiful blend for me. Cause I, you know, I think most leaders are this way, like, you don't sit there and want me to have 20 minutes to be grateful for this or all the, like the heart stuff. I don't have time for that. I got to get some things done, but it just blends this, like, this is what I need to do. But also this is how it helps me become something in my life in such a massive, massive way. And then I'll tell you again, we just, the, the last thing I'll mention on this one, Tim, if you got any questions, we go from there. But I love the end of the reflection questions. Like just at the end of the day, because you know this, I think leaders, I am this way. We are always on to the next thing, always mm -hmm. on to the, to the what's next, what do we have coming? And I, you'll hear the term that, you know, in failure, when you fail as a leader, it's not like final, but it's about learning from it. And I just have found the process at the end of the day, it's just a few short questions. That for me has been the most valuable to where I really feel like I'm taking an inventory of my day, looking at what was the highlights, looking at what, where I was at my best and then looking at how I kind of need to improve. Mm -hmm. It's made me a better husband. It's made me a better leader. It's made me just, a. it's just, it's honestly formed my heart in a different way. So it's taking this, all the external pressure of life I face as a leader, plus all the things that God is doing, it's just blended them perfectly for me. In all honesty, I don't really can't speak highly enough for the values added to my life. You know, and I, and, and I say that, you know, doing this for, you know, I'm what, you know, five months into it or so, I agree with what you're saying. I think a couple of things for me is, you know, uh, I think at the bottom of the left page every day, hey, what's the one thing you're looking forward to today? Yeah. That's some good, that's, that's so great that you think about. And what's cool is that, you write those top three priorities down here to do. It's kind of a place to check or X if you got them done or not. You know, exactly right. I, th I think, and, 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 and again, um, you know, hey, and what's one way you can give today? It's one of the questions, yes. you know, so it, it, it does a great job of just putting both, you know, personal and business together in one simple platform that keeps it all connected. So, Sam, if it wasn't for you, I would not even, even know this existence. So I appreciate you uh, sharing that with me. And hopefully, the, you know, the, our listeners will are you know this is peaking their interest some and they want to go check this thing out because I think it is really awesome. So yeah, it is. I would you know I've, obviously you know we exchange leadership resources and stuff all the time, and I found just like if you don't, hey, you should read a lot of books. But for people that don't read a lot of books, like if you could discipline yourself to take about ten minutes of the day to do this, you'll get better at the end of a year without a doubt. Yeah, and you're you're going to be on the path I think more to the legacy style leadership that we all want not just being successful in one thing and failing in some other spaces as well. So yeah, I can't no, recommend it highly enough. That's good. Well, Hey Sam, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I, I mean, I, you know, man, we, we unpacked what I wanted to today. Hey, so as we, as we start to close, Hey, what's one piece of advice that you would give our listeners today? Well, I'm going to steal from Andy Stanley, but just as we're talking about Monk Manual, you know, begin with the end of mind. Mm. I think we just need to have a longer term perspective of what success actually is as leaders. You know, I think you see this in any industry where allowing the immediate to trump the important. And, mm. you know, I'm trying, I'll, I'm younger, but I, I think often of what I want my leadership impact to be when I'm 80. And that changes how I lead in the next eight weeks. And I see so many people take, that doesn't mean you lose in the next eight weeks, but, you know, just, just live for a longer legacy and a longer impact. Like Andy Stanley says, begin with the end of mine. Yeah. yeah. What do you uh, want to be said about your life? Yeah, that's really good. And I'll say that, you know, Sam, you're a few years younger than me, but your your leadership level is far beyond your years. So 
hey, uh, well done. I know our Heavenly Father's looking down saying, well done, my good and faithful child. So keep doing what you do. Well done. A lot, a lot of that's just learned the hard way, but you know, I'm thankful. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the opportunity today. No, that's good. All right. Well, hey, Sam, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for being my friend. So uh, it's been cool to get to know you and for us to be able just to do some life together. So, uh, hey, for our listeners, thanks for listening. Take care. Join us next month. And God bless. If you would like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe and leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If there are any specific topics you would like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We will be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that will get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.